Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful, which is a sub-show of the Young, Black, and Bothered podcast. You have me, Chris Cash, and me, Iris. (laughs) (laughs) And we're here to um, go over a couple of fun topics, you know me, somewhere in between Shanae and Hillary Banks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go ahead, Iris, give them your social media handles. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at O-I-R-I-S, that's O-H-I-R-I-S, or on Twitter at Irisology, that's I-R-Y-S-S-X underscore O-L-O-G-Y. I might have to change that soon because it's really a lot to say. <laughs> but you had it for so long, so it's kind of like, I know, damn. I can't like it. Like <laughs> that's how I kind of felt about my old Twitter handle, Viva La Marie, and I still have a... Um, I still have that name. That name is still mine, but it's just not my main name anymore. And eventually, maybe if I get popping enough, that'll be like my secret fan page. If you guys <laughs> been rocking with me from the bottom, you'll know. But other than that, yeah. All right, so let's get started on today's topics. First up, every ghetto Jones favorite snack, flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> For some reason, Lil Zane is it. Lil Zane. Lil Zane. Oh, Lil Zane. Where is he? Where is Lil Zane right now? That's crazy. But um, Lil Zane is in the hospital for apparently overdosing on Flaming Hot Cheetos. And I just want to know, like, how many Hot Cheetos do you have to eat to go to the hospital? Like... I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think I've had Flame Hot Cheetos like one time in my life. But was it like an acid reflux situation? Like how many? That's I, what I'm trying to figure out. Like um, I'm reading the, the headlines and it said that basically he ate too many and it ripped a hole in his stomach and he started like throwing up blood. Oh my God. <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, I know I've eaten a, a lot of hot Cheetos in my day, and I've never had anything like this happen to me. So I just feel like, like, I don't know, I'm really confused. Like, how much did he have to consume that 
it took you to the hospital and burned a hole through your stomach. I think that's a more of a mixture of other things, like maybe the Cheetos and the Zans, because I'm, I'm pretty sure he might do Zans. I don't know, but his name is Lil Zan, so I would just assume that. <laughs> but that was like a weird story. Also, um, our favorite um, show, I mean show, store, Dunkin' Donuts, and I say that with a little bit of humor behind my voice, has changed their name from Dunkin' Donuts to just Dunkin' because I think it's because they know their donuts are trash. So oh, wait, <laughs> I just thought it was because like, so at the Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin', whatever, at the Dunkin' Donuts near my job, they're starting to roll out more things like snacks and stuff. So mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like that, that thing that kind of like a variant of that thing that IHOP did where it's like, oh, we want to be known for more oh, like than burgers, iBob. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we want to be known for more than just um, donuts or something, I guess. But I think it's something like, you know how Bow Wow tried to get everybody to call him Shad? 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 Oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> but, like, but like nobody's about to do it. He's still Bow Wow. Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I, I just also think like Dunkin' Donuts, they're not really known for their donuts anymore. People really go there for coffee and yeah. they're like iced coffee and iced tea. At least that's why I go. I'm not okay. checking for their hard ass donuts because one, the one around my house never fucking has what I asked for. Like, how do you go to a donut shop and you don't have glazed donuts? Nah, that's disrespectful. Like, just, just really socially unacceptable. Or you go in there like, oh, I only have cake donuts. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a little a little rude. <laughs> I don't know. I used to kind of like Dunkin' Donuts glazed donut though. Like I used to kind of like them, but I haven't had donuts in like a year and a half. So oh, wow, I, you're better than me. <laughs> I ate a donut this morning because <laughs> I don't eat sugar anymore. So I have to like. So I haven't had donut in dumb long. So when I do go to Dunkin', it is just for coffee. But yeah, I don't know. Now, did you cut out like all sugar or just like? Yeah, yeah, I don't eat, I don't, um, I don't eat sugar or like carbs. I don't eat bread, rice, pasta. We're going on a whole tangent, but like, yeah, I don't eat bread, rice, pasta, sugar. Are you on like the keto diet? Yeah, I've been doing. Oh for, like, my gosh! Yeah. Okay, so how is that working for you? I know this is kind of off topic, but this is actually pretty good because I know a lot of people doing the keto diet, and how do you like it? Right. So I've noticed that it's gotten pretty popular recently. So I've been doing it for a year and a half. I started in. I think March 2017 Mm -hmm. and um isn't it good for me like at first I was just doing it because I was going on vacation and like the girls who I was going on I was going on my first girls trip like big girls trip and Mm -hmm. everybody who I was going on the trip with they're like were petite women and then I'm tall and just like bigger than all of them so I was like oh nah I'm not about to be the only beach whale in a one piece on the beach I need to get my (laughs) shit together so then I looked it up because my weaknesses are bacon and cheese. Like, so I was like, oh, I could find a diet where I could still eat cheese and bacon. We lit. So that's how I started it. And then I just kept doing it because I just started feeling better. Like I have more energy, more mental clarity, like better mood, just better all around. So that's why I keep doing it. And then I just have to like make stuff that 
fits into like my way of eating and stuff. Like I just made some pumpkin cheesecake the other night. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Now, I know that it's like basically fat. So do you feel like sluggish after doing a diet like that or no? Nah, not at all. I feel like kind of the opposite. I feel like when I was eating a lot of sugar and a lot of carbs and sugar and fat all together, like a lot of that stuff together, I felt more sluggish because I definitely have more um, more energy overall and it just feel better. And your body, and also it's a diet that kind of forces you to eat um, more whole foods. So um, like I can't, run up to the run into like the 7-eleven and grab me like a bag of chips and some little debbies or something because that's just not in my that's just stuff i can't eat so but i do know you guys can eat like pork rinds because yeah. one of my co-workers is like oh my god i can eat pork rinds and i'm like how is that healthy she's like it actually is very good for you i'm like okay you say so Probably because it's more, well, I don't really eat pork rinds like that. If I pro- I stick more to like, when I want snacky stuff, I stick more to like nuts um, and stuff like that. But the thing is, all right, I'm about to go off on like a whole tangent, but it kind of has to like change the way that you think about health because the way that we're, that like people have been eating for years, the whole like low fat, heavily processed food, lots of sugar, that is in no way, shape or form healthy. But like, because that's kind of what's been put out there, it makes, it's what has been put to the forefront as what health is. But Mm -hmm. if you think about something like pork rinds, it's really just like, it's only like one to two ingredients, right? It's like very, very simple things. Whereas some of the like snacks and stuff have these like laundry lists of ingredients on their labels. And it's like some shit you can't even pronounce. So it's like, what really is health? Right. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Cause I, (laughs) I mean, I really just didn't know what to expect. And speaking of that in, I would say, okay, so, you know, usually we get fit for the summertime, but are you doing anything, like, for fall? Like, for me, I've been, like, on this whole detox thing, because I know in the summertime, I was drinking, I was eating terrible, and I'm like, now, it's like a totally different thing, so are you doing anything different for the fall? So I did sober September, so I haven't drank since um, Labor Day. So mm-hmm. I've been doing sober September. That's been fine. I've, and I've been, people are like, oh, well, do you still go out? And so I'm like, yeah, I've been out. I've been to several like functions and lounges and stuff, um, being sober and it's fine. So I've been doing sober September. And because I'm going on vacation in October, I was trying to like, I was doing intermittent fasting for a while. But that's not something that really worked out for me because I need to eat when I'm hungry. Like, I can't just, like, try to cut myself off or, like, not eat breakfast because I'm pushing it too long because I have a a fasting window. I know a lot of people have a lot of success with intermittent fasting, but it just wasn't something that was sustainable for me. So I Mm -hmm. cut that out, but I've just been sticking to the sober September. Um, Okay. Yeah, because, you know, like, Halloween's going to be tough, especially, like, well, I said Halloween. October's going to be tough because there's so yeah. much going on. Homecomings, Halloween, you yeah, know. Yeah, homecoming. 
Halloween. You're right about that. Um, Oktoberfest. I don't know if you're into beer, but DC has events all the time about um, things to do, cider mills, just so many things that <laughs> you're supposed to be detoxing off of, but not. That's why I do it in September. That's why I'm like, September is a nice chill month for me. Um, and then I, cause October is about to be a little hectic for me. So, right. All right. So let's talk about Vivica Fox right now. Did um, you guys see her, um, post to Will Smith saying happy birthday? Like that was crazy to me. Wait, was that Vivica Fox? Hold on. I thought that was somebody else. No, it was Vivica. And she, um, she like had a picture of them kissing in a movie scene, and I was like, "Oh, she's so wild!" Oh, uh, like wait, hold up, I'm mad confused because so my friends posted that in the group chat, but I thought that it was sis from um. Oh shit! I guess it was Vivica. Oh man, when did Vivica get like this? I got questions. I feel like she got like that after 50 Cent. Oh, okay. Let me tell you why I'm confused. Because apparently two people did it. Um, Sis from Fancy from Jamie Foxx did it too. Posted a picture of her and Will Smith kissing. Yeah, she posted a, a picture of her and Will Smith kissing. And nah, but I'm saying Sis from Fancy from Jamie Foxx did it too. What? Yes. Oh, I didn't know Fancy did it too. Did it too. That's why I was confused because I'm like Vivica, but I'm looking. You know, I had to pop over to because I know my friends posted about um fancy in our group chat earlier. I ain't peep Vivica, so you know I had to hop over to the shade room to see if this was verified, and I see them both there. So, <sighs> so I'm sorry, I did not know Fancy from Girlfriend. I'm mean, Fancy from Girlfriend. Fancy from Jamie Fox did it, <laughs> but um. Where is the thirst for Will Smith coming from? Because it's not just young people. It's also like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's old women too. So I'm just trying to figure out what type of juice Will Smith really has and how he got it. So Will Smith been had the juice because Will Smith had the juice from Fresh Prince days beyond Will Smith because like, He's, like, a good-looking man. He's tall. He got that whole, like, nice, funny guy thing going for him. And he's all, like, this great family man. And he now with his, like, extra Instagram additional success situation that's going on, I think it's, like, a new wave of, of Will Smith thirst just out here. <laughs> yeah, and did, did he jump out the, um, the Grand Canyon yet? I know that's like a thing today, but I didn't know what time he was supposed to be doing it. <laughs> so I don't know if it was successful or not. But I feel like I would have heard if he died. So we definitely would have heard. <laughs> but like, oh, Will Smith, <laughs> no longer here. He jumped into the Grand Canyon. Oh, wait, looks like he did do it an hour ago. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good. <gasps> Oh, okay. Yeah. Just imagine being like fifty years old and then able to like get things done. Thank you. Like I don't know. I just don't imagine my life being as great when I'm fifty. Oh no, I'm, I'm trying to have my life <laughs> popping when I'm fifty. Okay. <laughs> like jumping out of planes, probably not. 
I don't know about jumping out of planes, but I'm definitely trying to, because I feel like too many people get, too many people want to act like I get it 50 is old, but it's kind of not that old in like the grand scheme of life and stuff, because yeah, you kind of like halfway, a little bit more than halfway through, but you still got time. So I feel like it's really important for people to like, you know, seize every bit of youth and like vitality that they have um because mm-hmm. i know so i have so many friends who are like 30 um 30 31 like oh i'm so old oh i can't do stuff like i used to i'm like yo y'all need to chill with that because one day you're dead ass gonna be old and you dead ass yeah. won't be able to do shit no more so you dead ass need to stop playing stop saying all that shit about you being old and making all these excuses for why you can't do shit and get out and do something while you still can't I, I yes, said, because once that time comes, you're gonna be salty. <laughs> and like, um, cause especially because like seeing my grandparents' age, like both of my grandparents are in their late eighties. So, and I'm just seeing them like not be able to do the things that they used to do anymore. And I'm over here just like, yo, like, shit gets real. So it's important to, you know, seize the the youth and the autonomy and everything mm-hmm. while you have it. And the crazy thing is, like, like fitness and health has advanced so much. There's really no reason why you're like 25, can't even do shit, complaining about your knees being bad. <laughs> Just really makes no sense. I know I probably sound crazy right now, but to all y'all listening, I just ran up eight flights of steps. <laughs> so if you hear my voice out of breath that is why but anyways I'm going to keep continuing this going on right now so some more concerning me this meeting is being recorded so yeah, back into it, we're discussing how Bill Cosby was sentenced today. And I guess like the idea of Bill Cosby, our own like childhood dad, I guess we should say, it's like sad, but at the same time, I don't know, all these women just can't be wrong. Like that's how I feel about it at this point. And I just, I hope, this brings peace even though he's 81 years old i don't know what the fuck he's gonna do in prison for three to ten years but i'm just like i really hope these women find some type of peace through this yeah i um stopped feeling sad about the whole big bill cosby thing a long time ago because i love the cosby show i loved it loved it growing up and at this point like i'm not sad about bill cosby going to jail i'm glad that these women are getting some sort of justice I'm sad that, like, actually not even sad no more. Sad is the wrong word. Um, more so just disappointed in him as a person. Yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, just, like, all the shit. And then I saw this tweet going around. I was like, when you really think about it, it's creepy that <laughs> Bill Cosby was a gynecologist it's on the show. And I was like, whoa. And he's up here raping people. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Bruh. And and you know what? I also I hate to be this person, but it concerns me 
that the hammer came down on Bill Cosby so hard. But you have people like Trump or people like Kavanaugh, even though we don't know if he really sexually assaulted somebody, but everything's pointing that way. And it's really concerning that these white men sit up here and don't get any type of, you know, backlash from this. It's, it's like, okay, I think all sexual assault and rape is bad and everyone should be equally prosecuted. But if you have a man that might end up sitting on our Supreme Court versus Bill Cosby, 81 years old, I mean, he's probably about to die in the next one or two years anyway. So it's like, I don't know. To me, that was very concerning. Well, okay, so a couple things. Like, this whole thing with Bill Cosby, it didn't happen overnight either. It took Mm -hmm. a lot to get to this point. Um, And it's kind of bothersome to me when people try to make that just position because we have these hotep-ass niggas out here talking (laughs) about some, oh, but y'all just trying to keep the black man down, but we got all these white people. It's like, bet. Like, I get you saying that, but that doesn't mean that this black man who did do this should be scot-free. We need to make sure that everybody is held accountable. Yes, but yes. people using this specific language saying, oh, but what about this? Or if this person go get off, then why are y'all being so hard on Bill Cosby? I feel like that's not the right language that we need to be using to talk about these um, to talk about these sorts of instances. And again, like I said, the whole Bill Cosby, this did not happen overnight. This took time. I think we kind of just have to, I'm hopeful that now we're going to get more justice going forward um and i all i can do is be hopeful that these men um are prosecuted accordingly and that um these women get the justice that they deserve This meeting is being recorded. Okay. So anyways, (laughs) back to things. But I just feel like rape culture has become one of those things that is so socially acceptable and that it's getting to a place where the whole idea of rape in America just has to change. Like I read like something concerning happened this um, today uh, somebody I know, they have a child, and basically, they were like, oh, I got to call my son Flash, the little girl today, and I'm going to have to talk with him saying, oh, son, you did a great job, and I'm like, no, first of all, why the fuck are you letting your son, well, you're congratulating him for whipping out his dick in front of a little girl, like, that's the type of shit that I'm like, all right, this is why little boys grow up to be teenagers who think grabbing on butts is okay or grabbing on uh, women or saying anything disrespectful because they're it being influenced by their, their parents. And I think that shit is crazy to me. Like, it really has to start from the home. And if you're teaching your son, like, it's okay to treat women a certain type of way, then what the fuck do you expect them to do when they become a grown-ass man? Right. I mean, I would say, though, that I feel like it is getting, well, rape culture in, in society. I think I will say that it's getting 
better mm-hmm. with little asterisks next to it only because at least it's more readily identified at this point because i feel like this shit been happening and it been real bad but mm-hmm. ain't nobody was talking about it or people just thought that it was cool so with more people um speaking out about it and people educating their children because i have a coworker and she's she's um she's a white woman so she's and she's raising like white sons so she talks about how she has she really wants to raise some white men who aren't like trash right (laughs) which is kind of hard because a lot of them are trash but i mean like she's starting as as her mother like she's starting it at home but it's also a very different environment because i know with Mm -hmm. me working in higher education like it is largely liberal and a lot of people are having these um conversations but Mm -hmm. there's also somebody somewhere who's not who's growing up in a family that's not having these conversations that don't give a fuck that that um reward behavior uh of like objectifying women and treating us like trash so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so like i ask you this like when you get into a situation us being women we I know we're like faced, and I'm not going to say everyone, but I know a lot of times I've been faced in situations where I've received unwanted attention or I've had like an overly aggressive guy. So when you face those situations, what do you think is like the best course of action? Because it's always like a gray area. You don't want to be too hard and be like, wilding, and they're like, oh, this girl's crazy because she did X, Y, Z. But then at the same time, you want to be firm and be like, nigga, if you ever touch me again, I'll fucking kill you type of shit. <laughs> like, right. So this, this is interesting because I had a situation over the weekend. Um, so I'm walking. So I live in Brooklyn and I'm walking from the train station. And it was dumb late because like I was out. So <laughs> it's dumb late. It was probably like 530, 6 o'clock. It was late as hell. Um, so late slash early as hell. So I'm walking out of the train station and then there are always these people in front um, trying to see if you need a taxi. So I'm walking and then this guy comes up to me and he's just like, oh, miss, can I talk to you for a minute? Can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, no, you may not. I'm going, I need to go home. I'm tired. It was like, oh, but miss, I need to talk to you. So then he was like talking, talking, talking. So then I just started getting louder and louder. Like, please leave me alone. Stop following me. Like, <laughs> we get out of my face. I do not want you to follow me. I do not want to answer your question. And then I was met with the response like, oh, you, you're being mean right now. You're not being real nice right now. And I just kept it moving. Um, I think basically what I just do most of the time is I just keep it moving. And also mm-hmm. be very firm in what you're trying to say. Because, because I was getting kind of loud. It was like drawing more attention to the situation. So I wasn't like screaming wild. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of my face. But I was just like, I don't want you following me. I don't want you bothering me. Please leave me alone. And then, because it's like, I wasn't being um, rowdy with him. I wasn't being... Uh, rude and disrespectful the way that he was towards me by disobeying my wishes of leaving me to fuck alone but everybody around in that area knew that this was unwelcome detention so and i just kept it moving and then got a little bit loud and made sure that i was clear in what i had to say um so that if shit went down if this nigga decided to act crazy then Mm -hmm. the people around knew what was going on Mm -hmm. and i think it also depends on your area because like here Dude, like today, I'll even say this. Okay, I was walking home from work, and it's broad daylight at this point. And this guy's like, oh, 
you looking real beautiful today. And of course I was on the phone with one of my friends. So I was just like, Oh, thanks, whatever. And he was like, can I get your number? And I'm on the phone. So I'm not about to be like, no, you're going to get my number. I'm just going to ignore you. So he says to me, man, you bad my ass bitch. I don't even know why I was trying to talk to you. And I was like, what? Bruh. Did you just call me a Bama ass bitch? Because I'm clearly walking home and I just won't give you the time of day. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy. And I feel like a lot of dudes just don't realize the shit that women go through on a daily dealing with fucking predatory ass niggas. And I'm not going to say that all of them are predatory, but some of them just, they be doing some dumb ass shit. Like if I say, all right, hey, I'm really not in the mood to talk right now. Why the fuck are you going to keep asking me what's wrong with me? Right. I don't want to talk to you. We're not friends. I don't really know you. I'm going to be decent because I feel like everybody should get decent respect. But at the same time, I don't have to hold a conversation with you because you feel like, why aren't you talking to me? Like, uh-uh. Like, I think that's crazy. Here's the thing. And here's something that my dad said, and it really resonated with me. So, my dad is a six foot six man. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he said to me, like, he'll like, but he's also a very friendly guy. So sometimes he'll see, like, if he sees an attractive woman on the street or something, he'll say something to her. And then sometimes she just keeps walking and it doesn't engage. And he said to me, he's like, that's something that I can't be offended by because she does not know me. She mm-hmm. does not know who I am. And like, that's that ass true. Like, we do not know who y'all niggas are. <laughs> like, <laughs> we do not know who you are. And people be getting real life dead ass killed, raped, and murdered and shit. And mm-hmm. like, we don't have, there's no sign that comes across your forehead that says that you are a safe person or you are a dangerous person. So mm-hmm. my, so our, as women, we have to know, like, sometimes we just got to make a decision to like, to like keep it moving or not engage right. because we don't know what who what type you of energy you bring in exactly. to the table. <laughs> and then even if it's not something like that sometimes you don't know what day i had you don't know what i've been going through you don't know what's on my mind you don't know where i just came from you don't know where i'm going you don't know what the fuck is going on with me so you can't sit here and demand any type of attention from me and that's the shit that get on my fucking nerves this type of entitlement that mm-hmm. certain men feel for for women and just our beings it's like you're not entitled to shit okay mm-hmm. i wouldn't just keep it moving and keep walking i'm well within my rights because i got shit to do and my duty in life is not to make sure that your ego is okay and that you feel like you got a nice good morning or a thank you because you're getting compliment because again i don't know y'all ass shit and i got places to go people to see things to do exactly this is a good transition to the next topic of how niggas just be wildin' and I'm about to bring up this topic because okay I'm sure by now everyone has seen Insecure and one of the main themes of this episode was how people be like ghosting and I have mixed feelings on the ghosting thing because I'm like all right It's two sides of ghosting that I'm like, okay. The first is when you ghost somebody you really don't know. I don't really consider that ghosting. It's more just like you faded off my my radar. I didn't really ghost you because, like, I'll still respond, but it's really nothing there. So it's like, uh, there's really nothing going there. But if you establish some type of relationship with the person, 
when y'all talked or y'all went out and y'all been physical or something like that, and then you just disappear, I think that's wild. <laughs> to me, that's like crazy. Like you don't even say, you know what, you cool and all, but I don't really like you like that. We could be cool. Or if not even we can be cool. I just think we should go our separate ways. But if you share like some type of level of intimacy with this person and you just feel like, you know what? I ain't going to talk to her no more. Or I ain't going to talk to him no more. Because girls be ghosting too. I feel like girls ghost a lot. Like in the beginning. Like, I, yeah, I feel like it's different with, in my experience, I feel like it's different with how women ghost and how men ghost mm-hmm. for the most part. Like I've ghosted dudes like, maybe after like one date or even before a date has happened and it's just like this is just or we exchange numbers and I'm just like this is this is dumb Uh, we don't and then just fall off but like from what I hear my personal stories and the stories me and my homegirls do be ghosting after they done talked about feelings and shit and y'all done been all comfy cozy because like and if in the beginning, if it's early on, then it's just like, you still, you're still a stranger. And mm-hmm. as a stranger, I don't owe you shit. You don't owe me shit. We don't need owe each other shit because we kind of strangers. Um, right. But with somebody who you build, build a relationship with, like over months and months of time, or and then just go and go like that, that's kind of crazy. And I feel like those people should work on how to communicate their feelings and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see me, I've never experienced a ghost where like it was I've never had one where I, I felt like the person was really invested in me, but I did feel like man, we had a connection. And I'm just like the argument most guys have is, oh, I don't want to hurt this person. Or, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you think is going to hurt my feelings when you just don't call me out of nowhere? Like, like, what do you expect if you just cut me off completely and say, hey, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to give her no reason why. I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm out. But yet you're doing this because you thought it would hurt me. I, I mean, so I've been ghosted, ghosted before. And like, it was under the guise of something like, okay, so there's the ghost and then there's the fadeaway. I feel like mm-hmm. the fadeaway is like a pretty, that shit happens. Like it shit yeah. happens all the time. Like you just like communication gets like lower and lower and lower um, over time. Mm-hmm. But I've been ghosted where I do just like dead ass straight up disappear with a response to my text disappear was already found then six months to a year later homie pops up out of the clear blue sky <laughs> and is like oh how you been i've been thinking about you lately what do you mean obviously you wasn't thinking about me enough like oh, that shit is an act of terrorism okay that shit is an <laughs> act of terrorism and now you you beg you're begging me to be crazy at this point mm-hmm. you're begging you're begging for craziness at this point and I feel like some dudes be wishing for crazy. Like they be wanting to bring the crazy out in a woman just to see how wild they could get on them. Like they almost enjoy the shit. Okay. I have a theory and thought about that. I feel like a lot of people 
love toxic relationships. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to handle shit that's like too good, feels too good, and doesn't feel um, like turmoil and chaos all the time. I feel like some people really crave toxicity in a relationship. And you peep that, you peep that behavior in people because if you show them nothing but like love and care and stuff like that, they don't know how to react to it. They reject it and then they they come back being like mean or escapist, they disappear, shit right. like that. Like some people, I come to the conclusion, the more I've been like dating and trying to figure this shit out, the more I realize some people are just dead ass afraid of happy, healthy relationships and they would prefer toxic disaster prone chaotic <laughs> craziness in their lives i think that's i think that's true because i it, this is one thing all the crazy jumps i know always have a man <laughs> and all the niggas i know always telling me how crazy they girl is <laughs> so i'm like yo there's gotta be some type of correlation like my level of crazy isn't there so it's like uh she really she really not spicy enough for me but I'm also like, damn, why you want me to be so spicy? Like, why do you want to see the crazy in me? And I've had guys say, ask me, like, oh, man, you're just so chill. I want to see how wild you could get. And I'm like, what do you mean and why? Like, I, I don't want to go down that road with you. Why can't we just have a good time and laugh and smile? Like, why do you want me snapping and calling you all types of bitches and hoes? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like. I feel like there are a lot of people, and this goes back to what I was just saying. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people that believe that relationships are supposed to be these like really chaotic, tumultuous endeavors, and they don't have to be that way. I feel like I don't know if it's the t TV, movies, what it is that's conditioning people to believe that all relationships have to be these like ridiculous knockdown dragouts. Y'all supposed to be arguing all the time. All of this crazy shit needs to happen in mm -hmm. order for them to be like real it's like it's like you need to be feeling all of these intense negative emotions for right. it to be a real relationship and that's kind of wild i think no I don't, know. I don't know i feel like people a lot of people just really like pain like word i don't know what it is or why they do but i just really think they just get some type of I don't, I don't know just some type of feeling when or maybe it like gives them like dopamine or some type of feeling that they're like yo if it ain't toxic I don't want it like one of our good friend uh Mr. uh I don't, let me give him a code name oh okay. New, New York nigga <laughs> New York ni oh, nigga God. number number uh one <laughs> okay he be telling me about his relationships and there have been times where I just want to stab him. I want to stab him. And if his girl has not already, <laughs> I be wanting to stab him. He be like, yeah, my girl cracked the bottle on my head, but it's cool. Like, she just crazy. She be wild. And I'm like, what? Here you have this woman that lives right by me who is madly in love with you and would never crack a bottle on your head. But you rather have the joint who slashed on your tires, crashed the, uh, cracked the bottle on your head, told you that you were they were gonna fight you, beat on you physically, and you're just like, I like my girls crazy. Okay, 
Uh, yeah, so we both know this person. He is, a, but he's a typical example of like a dude who really loves drama. And even when we were in school, you he knew, did like, love drama. <laughs> he would bring certain people around. He would do certain things because he just loved drama. I need to pray for him tonight because like that. He texted me today. He's like, "Yo, it's okay if I come up to DC." I'm like, "Sure, you know that it's always cool, but nigga, don't be coming up here wilding with your crazy ass girlfriend." Oh, yeah, nah. I tell him he got to leave all of them at home. Well, not all the New York drama. Yeah, nah, because he 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 loved that shit, yo. He he really. <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time talking about him because, like, I know some stories about that man, and I'm a, we could chat about that offline. We can mm-hmm. intervention for homie, but it's more just like a dang. This man really loves toxic relationship, and he yes. even said like his friends like it too. Like, it's not just him. No, it's not. He's like a textbook example of this type of behavior. Just loving toxic relationships. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. I just, I just really don't get it. Like for me, the first glimpse of toxicity, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I ain't really trying to be on my Mary J. Blige shit with this nigga. Right? (laughs) If I could find a way to just be like, um, no. But yeah, so I feel like this was off topic, but I just feel like fading out is acceptable. That's cool. Because usually that's mutual. Y'all both Mm -hmm. faded out. But ghosting is just like, damn. Like, we learned how to communicate it at five years old. Mm-hmm. And then I've been seeing a lot on Twitter, like, no, your entitlement, the sense of entitlement, you're not entitled to knowing why you're not entitled to this. I'm like, That's but not- why is that a, like a, a thing we want to live by as people? Like, why is that a standard no, that we want to push? That's kind of wild because it's like, I feel like it, I don't think it's, entitlement if you build a relationship if you guys have been like established some type of relationship whether it be whether or not be whether it be labeled or not if you establish some type of relationship i don't think it's entitlement as much as it is mutual respect yeah like what what do you mean entitlement because i want to know why you're not hitting my phone no more and you we're in my face, like. Or you don't even gotta what? give me like a full, cause like you don't gotta give me the five reasons why you didn't like me anymore. Mm-hmm. If you didn't, if you just weren't feeling anymore, whatever happened, or you just think that we should go, if you just think that it's best for us to go separate ways, that's fine. I am a grown ass woman. I will be okay. But now I think that you're dead because you just went on missing. I think that you like fall into, fell into a ditch or something because we dead ass be thinking that you, that y'all died sometimes. Like I just, mm-hmm. y'all, sometimes like that is a, is a thought. It's like, were you arrested? Um, right. Were you <laughs> beat up? Were you in a hospital? Is your phone disconnected? Like, is it broken? <laughs> Did your mom die? Like Did- I just, <laughs> So many fucking questions going to my head, and then they're like, "No, nah, I was just cooling, right? It's oh, like- just cooling. Oh, okay. All right. So, if you have interest in somebody, do you think like you should? How do you think you should handle it? Do you think you should tell them, or just like you know, see where the flow goes?" I need an example. <laughs> like, which oh, uh, like, okay, so say you like this guy, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, 
I'm feeling him. I think he's feeling me, but I don't know. Should you be like, yo, I'm feeling you, or just like let context clues go? Oh, I'm letting context clues. I stopped shooting my shot at dudes a while ago because they just all of my endeavors were fruitless. Like, so I'm like, yo, if somebody tra- checking for me, I'm gonna figure it out eventually. I just gotta do like put the little clues out, make it make it clear without actually saying it, <laughs> and then just wait for wait for a homie to meet me halfway because nah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's how I feel. But I'm also someone who never really shot a shot because I'm a firm believer if a man won it, he going he gonna to shoot it. Mm-hmm. But then I was talking to one of my friends recently, and he was like, see, that's, that's a real problem to think because if you waiting on us, what if the nigga shy like you too? Then he just going to be sitting there. I was like, what are the odds of that happening? Like, dudes literally grow up to get shot down. Like, they've been going smack since kindergarten. Women, I feel like we really ain't, we weren't really groomed like that. Dudes will go smack at anything on the street. Hey, purple leggings. Nope, she don't fuck with me. Cool. Next. Oh, girl in my class, do you like me? Nah. All right, next girl in my class, hey, you like me? Nah. But I feel like when a woman does it, it's more genuine. So I feel like sometimes guys get, like, scared. Like, damn, this girl mm. must really be into me if she up here shooting her shot. So that's my reservations of doing it. But one of my, like I said, one of my male friends, he's like, if you like the nigga, why don't you just tell him? And I'm like, yo, you want me to put my neck on the line and tell him? Like, what? That's crazy. I'm not about to do that. But um, I don't know. It's like a double standard for me. <laughs> I mean, so I've tried it probably like two to three times in my life. Um, And it just never, it just never, nothing ever came of it, right? So I've tried it. And that's why, like, I'm just like, nah, it's a dub. Because, again, I'm just operating under the assumption that if a dude is interested, he will make the first move. Because Mm -hmm. every single time that I've tried it, all, all two to three times, it has never it just ends up we just both end up standing there looking stupid because he don't want to give me a hard no but he also just doesn't want to say yes either exactly so so it's like just a dub so i'm i just operate under the assumption that if a dude is checking he gonna check Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be here it's kind of like you proposing something to him and i ain't never proposed to no nigga like so that's out and i feel like that's one step not one step from proposing, but I'm damn near feeling like I'm getting down on one knee if I'm saying, you know what, I really like you. <laughs> so I just expect, I'm just like, damn, this is kind of crazy now that the culture is switching to where dudes are like, you know what, if a shorty like me, she'll tell me. And I'm like, what? All right. So I, I'm guilty of it. I usually wait for a dude to, to shoot his shot or a dude to check first. But at the same time, we do give these niggas way too much power in the situation. Mm-hmm. We should be out here taking our power back. Like, in more ways than one, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like we're giving them way too much in the situation. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe more women should start. I'm going to take a survey later. Um, maybe, more, maybe more women should try shooting their shot. I want to know. I want to hear about some success stories about women who successfully shot their shot. 
Yeah, okay. I, I feel like that really don't exist. I'm reading this book, and people always make fun of me because I, I'm really living and dying by this book. I don't know if you heard about it. It's called The Rules. And it was on Sex in the City. One of my good friends put me on to it. And she was like, that's how I got my husband. I was like, bet, because I'm looking mm-hmm. for a husband. So I started reading it as a, like, a way just to, you know, keep an open mind and see, like, what it was talking about. And a lot of the points was making sense. Like, one of them was like, um, do not engage in the relationship with a man. Like, let him do it. Because though you may get him in the end, if he really wanted to, he would have went after you. So it's never going to work out. And I was like, damn. And I'm really looking at all the people I know that shot their shot. How many times did it really work? It might have worked for the night. Or like a few dates, but a full-on relationship, I ain't never seen that. Unless it was a uh, weak-ass nigga. <laughs> yeah. I get, because they, they always do say, too, that men know what they want. Like, men be knowing what they want. As much as they try to act like, as like, they be knowing. So, um, I don't know. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Or like, another one was like don't call a man and only return his calls half the time. All right, now we getting ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, mm. it was like, if he want to talk to you, he'll call you. And if you hang up the phone, he going to want to talk to you more. So never be on the phone longer than five minutes. Be like, oh, what? I got to go. I'm busy. Click. Even if you're not doing shit. Hey, nah, don't have time. Bye. Click. Then the nigga going to be like, damn, she that busy? She can't talk to me? Like, I don't know. It's a lot of crazy-ass rules in this book. Some of them, I'm like, all right, y'all tripping. But some of them, I'm like, all right, I see where y'all going with this. Like, one of them, never go Dutch on dates. I'm full 100% on for that. Unless you're, like, my man. But if we early on, no, I'm not paying for shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, nah. I'm just not doing it. I it's- mean, yeah, like, well, at least the first, definitely not a first date. I don't, I don't. Yeah, it, first date, you want me to come on my pocket? And you ask, wait, first of all, when you ask somebody, first of all, I'm operating under the assumption that he asked me out. And when mm-hmm. you ask somebody out, you, you plan to, you plan to pay. Like, you plan to play. You, you, you pay. You plan today. Like, right. Or <laughs> stop, like, stop it. And uh, one of our, uh, uh, one of, uh, my listeners listened to our show last week and he um he talked to me about it and he was basically like damn niggas really be having y'all pay out here niggas really be expecting y'all to do xyz and i was like you be surprised of the shit that i have seen and heard and experienced with dudes like Granted, I've been in a in a position where most of the dudes I talked to wouldn't even come at me with no shit like that. But I have seen it. Like this one, I know this one guy. He was like, "Man, I tell a bitch straight up, we going to happy hour, and once that's done, we done. Like I'm not paying for shit else outside the happy hour menu." I'm like, "Okay, that's cool, but why would you even bring her to the restaurant?" That's I mean, yo, I can't relate as far as dating dudes like that because, like, any time that I have tried to, like, reach for my wallet and be like, okay, yeah, I'm paying 
or something. I have been met with like, uh, no, this is a date. I'm paying. What are you, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, what is this? Like, I, so I can't relate. Maybe some, I don't know. Cause I I'm afraid to fake grab now. Now oh, they're going to be like, oh, I ain't even fake reaching no more. I'm nah, standing there like, mm, no, I'm not reaching. I'm not even going to fake. I used to like try to fake go in my purse like, oh, hold on. Let me check this. Nah, I'm not paying. <laughs> My card not even in my wallet. <laughs> and it's not even about like, like, like wanting to have a dude spend money on you. Cause like I said, I got my own shit and I can buy whatever I want for myself. But it's almost like if you're trying to court, like, why don't you want to, you know, at least show me that I'm worth it. Then I'm going to feel like, damn, I'm not even worth a little date. So, boom, I was, um, I met up with, oddly enough, I met up with this guy who I met on Twitter, like, years and years ago. He happened to be in New York. So, he was like, oh, bet, we about to, um, he was trying to find some spots in New York. So, I was like, oh, bet, I know spots in New York. We could meet up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we were having a conversation. We were at Empanada Mama, right? We were having a conversation. I had got, like, a frittata and some avocado and stuff. He got two empanadas. I paid for it because I'm like, I mean, you ordered two empanadas and I got this. So I'm like, I got it. We good. Um, so then he started talking about how, like, where he, I think where he lives at, where he lives right now, like, that's a thing. Like, women be paying for dates as hell. Like, they, women pay for, like, a lot. Like, they. Is he from D.C.? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they drop, like, a lot of money. It's like, it's like the woman. It's like the woman is doing the like trying to get shows. Like she's trying to do her best to get shows. Oh, he must be from Atlanta. So correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I heard a story when my good man went down to Atlanta, and he was telling me like they be ready, like because and he said he even asked the shorty like, "Yo, y'all really be going going heavy out here." And she was like, well, most of the dudes are either gay or DL. So once you see a straight dude that's actually worth it, you might as well go all in. And I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. Damn. Is that really a thing? Like, I don't know. But that's wild. Hey, yo, so where, I'm so confused. Where are the, where is one supposed to go to find their husband? Because like, like Saudi Arabia. Where you- <laughs> <laughs> when a man has to do everything and we just follow the <laughs> other than that I don't know because I feel like every region I've been in well big metropolitan hubs are always trash for dating yeah I think. like yeah. for DC you, you, you might want to go out to like I don't know Loudoun County or Richmond or some shit a little bit further but you're not about to really find nothing unless you like 30. Or you got your high school girlfriend that you have forever. <clears throat> it's like DC, it's either you get chosen in high school or college, or you won't get chosen until you like 30 something. Which is okay. But it's just like, damn, that's just how it is. Because the men here are just be thoughts and they feel like they're on whole, a whole nother level of entitlement but i do think there are places where men want to really you know still have that old traditional type value but it's 
few and far between. But that's also like, do you think you should be friends with your um partner first, or is that a sketchy situation? Because I feel like being friends with someone is it kind of makes things a little bit harder to me. But like friends first, I should say. I mean, uh, that's interesting um, because. I don't, I think it depends on the level of friendship, like, because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to date none of my, like, childhood friends, like, from, like, way, way back. But, like, let's say, because I moved out here t- two, three years ago, so, like, I guess if me to do it and, like, we're cool, and then it progresses from there, that's one thing, but not, like, my childhood friends or anything like that. Nah, mm-hmm. that's weird. Yeah, I feel like childhood friends, you become a brother to me. Now yeah, I feel exactly. Like I'm dating my brother. But I, I don't know. Like, this whole friends first thing, I feel like being a friend is a different realm than being a lover. And people try to group that into two. I don't. Now, I think you can become friends with your lover, but starting it off like that, I just don't, I just don't know if that. I think um, yeah. it's interesting because I was having a conversation. I was at this, like, I guess, roundtable discussion thing where we just discussed a bunch of different topics. And somebody mentioned something about, like, oh, like, if this is my husband, then that's my, that's my best friend. And I've always questioned the notion of, like, spouses being your best friend because, like, my best friend, right, my best friend that I've had um, – since kindergarten she's married right mm-hmm. she my best friend Her oh no, wait when did she get married oh shit <laughs> oh she got married like i remember when she got engaged but damn where the fuck was that she got because she didn't have a wedding wedding she oh, got, okay she just got married um um so because they were buying a house so they was like let's hurry up and get married um but yeah so i'm like i'm still her best friend her husband still has a best friend and it's like yeah, so I don't think that the whole notion that your like partner that you love has to be like your everything is like mm-hmm. problematic. Um, I think that's problematic thinking to begin with. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but I guess like the whole friends first thing. I mean, I guess because you want to like like each other, right? You want to yeah. each other's company. You want to be able to talk about things, and you know. Um, have something besides, like, I guess, like, romantic sexual encounters. So I guess in that, in that idea that, yeah, of course, like, you want to be friends first. You want to establish a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't, I, um, I'm more so like, damn, I want to be cool with you, but at the same time, I don't want you to think shit is too sweet. Like, and I feel like friends get a little bit too comfortable. And at least when you, like, trying to be somebody's man, you'd be like, all right, let me step my shit up for a little bit. Until you get comfortable and then, mm. you, you know, become that guy. But before then, I feel like there's levels to that, which is um, very interesting. And you want to know something that's funny to me? Okay, so recently I gave out my number <laughs> to this guy. And this man texted me at like 
1 p.m. And he's like, yo, what you doing? I'm like. <laughs> at work? It's, 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 it's Monday. I'm at <laughs> work. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you working on the podcast. Like, no, boy, work, work. Like, I have a job. Like, and he's like, oh, respect. So I'm thinking in my head, like, damn, this nigga probably ain't got no job. Uh, <laughs> I can see that too. <laughs> like, because if you're just able to call me, unless you do like night work, I'm like, damn, you, you probably not working. And I probably don't even know where this is about to go. Now that you really just not even really doing nothing. I just, I don't know. Like, when dudes do that, I just want to know what would be going through y'all head. Like, I don't really have time to be texting anybody all day. My job is mad busy. And I just don't understand why dudes get upset when you're like, they're like, oh, you ain't text me all day. I've been blowing up your phone. I'm like, but I'm at work. And I'm also in school too, so I'm like, or I'm working on my paper. Like, if you don't understand that, this will never work. (laughs) And I think that, like, I think that as women, we also have to make, like, accept that too when it comes to dealing with, like, men who are generally busy. Because I know I have a friend, she gets kind of crazy when she doesn't, like, hear from dude for, like, a few hours. And it's like, but mm. sis, you 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 know he you know he at work though. You know he at work. He's like, oh, he he can't text at work. I'm like, I mean, sometimes sometimes he can't. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, that is not an option sometimes. And like, okay, so I, here's an example. I was talking to this guy who was like an um, engineer. Most of the time, that man couldn't even have his phone on him. Like, literally in the lab. Like, could not have his phone on him. And he would tell me, like, yo, I've had girls snap on me because I didn't text them back. But I literally cannot be on my phone. (laughs) And I'm like, how often? I feel like people get so caught up in wanting to talk to them and wanting to have that attention that they forget that this person came here with a life. Uh-huh. And that goes the same way with like, when you're talking to multiple guys, like say you meet a, you, you're dating a dude or whatever, but you're not exclusive or anything. And then you say, Hey, um, you meet a new dude. And then the new dude's like, yo, why are you not texting me? It's like, yo, you just came on the roster. Like, you got to wait your turn. Now, I don't mean it, like, in a way that I got a, a whole lineup, but I'm like, damn. I know you didn't think I wasn't talking to nobody when you came here. Like, come on now. I don't even think you're not talking to no girl. So when you come with that energy, like, I should drop everything that I'm doing for you, and I just met you, like, hours ago i think that's crazy to me and a lot of times people just be expecting like big wild things and i'm just like nah like when you came here it was by yourself it wasn't even like that but now it's like i think that's i don't know that's just wild to me <laughs> i also see shit like that as a red flag it's like you clearly are possessive and and now this needs to end 
Yeah, like it's too early on for you to be acting like, oh, uh, you about to be my number one squeeze. Like, I just met you. Like, and they're like, well, I want to call you. Oh, well, I want to talk on the phone. It's like, that's cool. I, I do en- enjoy like final conversation and stuff like that. Like I said, you're not the only one trying to be the only one. So there's time <laughs> slots. You're not just about to FaceTime me and be like, yo, Chris. I'm trying to see right now. <laughs> oh, since you pimping, pimping, I see you. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even really pimping, pimping, but I just want, I just don't understand how you expect to just come into somebody's life and be like, I'm your man right now. Like, I wasn't talking to nobody when you showed up. Like, is that what you thought? Like, is that the vibe I was giving? Like, I had nobody. And I think that's just a little bit fucking absurd. Like, if you get my number, already know there's three other people that have my number as well. <laughs> well, I, this. I know that like men tend to think very, very highly of themselves. So like, ooh, oh, that, yeah, I think that that's <laughs> part of that reason. It's like, oh, I must be the only person that she because I'm just so amazing that shit. Why the hell was she got? She needed to be talking to anybody else. Right. And I'm like, hold up. And you remember we did this poll where we mm-hmm. told dudes to rate themselves and ladies to rate themselves. And I was astonished by the results. I was like, some of y'all, I really want to come in your DMs and be like, <laughs> I know. I just fucking know you don't believe this. Like, <laughs> and then some of the women, I just wanted to be like, girl, you really think you like a two? Are you serious? And I thought some of them was trolling me. I was like, they got to be trolling. But nah. Some of them dudes, I know this one dude, <laughs> he put his uh, joint to the max. I was like, all right, is this a joke? He's like, nah, you don't think I'm oh, sexy? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, no, like shit. No, I don't. <laughs> no, why you asked that man? If it was and I think joke. that's wild that you thought you were sexy. Like, come on now. Nah, ain't no fucking way. Like, and I just, I don't know. There, it was only a few dudes that was like, mm, I'm ugly. And it was the ones that aren't even ugly. So I feel like they was just trolling me. But the ones that was like questionable, I was like, damn, y'all really out here rating yourselves tens. And, <laughs> and the women was just like being humble, like, oh, stay in the middle, there, there. And I'm just like, damn. What was your, like, what was your poll looking like? I got some interesting results. So I got a lot. I actually got a lot of women who put themselves to the max. And I'm like, you know what? I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, Self-love, sis. Love right? yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but then I did see a couple dudes that were, like, really put themselves to the max, too. And I was like, you know what? Good for you that you think that because, um, sure. Beauty and I at a beholder. I'm just not beholding you to that number. <laughs> And I also sometimes think swag makes people sexy. I've seen some ugly niggas with swag, and I've just been like, damn, you were just, you ugly, but I might consider it because you're just so fucking cool. (laughs) I created this, like, scale in college. I remember I was talking to somebody about it, but it's like everybody starts at five, and then you either get, like, additions or deductions for, like, if you, like, let's say you fine, fine. Then you get like, let's say you get two points up. But let's say you got a trash personality. Now you back two more points and now you at you back at five. 
let's say you dress kind of nice. You're very well put together. Maybe you got mm-hmm. bumped up to a six. Let's a little say, clean, nice shape up. I look at all that attention exactly. to detail. Like you're very tall. You got good teeth. You're getting more points up. And then it's like, but your breath smell real bad. Oh, we got to bring you back a little bit. Mm, you drink Natty Ice. Mm, <laughs> got to put you down. <laughs> points. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot of factors that goes into making someone attractive. So it's not always yeah, true. looks. True. It could be dress. It could be the way you talk. It could be the way you carry yourself. Like, I'm a sucker for a charismatic dude. Like, for me, I'm like, damn, like, he got the spell. Word, as long as he's tall, though, for me, because... <laughs> Whatever makes sense, because you are tall. <laughs> See, me, I'm not dating. If you over 6'3", I don't want you, dog. You just pass them my way. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you like, I grind on your kneecaps. And this ain't going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. And we were just, uh, this group chat I'm in, it's this guy in there, and all the girls was like, oh, he's so sexy. He's so sexy. But then they found out he was 5'9". So the judge was like, this nigga is short. He's not even all that. But for me, I was like, damn, 5'9 is bad. So what is, what is tall like? And they was like, oh, he got to be like 6-something, six 6-something. Six I'm like, damn, I don't want no goddamn beanstalk. Like, that shit is hard. I'll go all beanstalks to you because I'm literally like anti beanstalk. I'm like, mm, I guess I could do 6'3. Six, 6'2 six, is like perfect, but 6'3 is like, damn, you one step from being too tall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you also know, like, I've dated short, shorter guys, like, yeah. like literally, not my height. <laughs> but I don't want no tall ass nigga. I just feel like, damn, that's a lot. Some guy is listening to this right now, and he's extremely appreciative of you right now. So. Short niggas, slap my DMs if you look good. <laughs> <laughs> but only if you look good. <laughs> All right. So I guess we can wrap it up with what is bothering us this week. If anything. Damn, hold on. Am I even bothered? Or at Blessed, we also take good news. That came last week. Young, black, and blessed. <laughs> What's blessing you this week? <laughs> oh, wait, Iris, no. You have to talk about the shit. Oh, my God. Hold up, hold up. I wish I had the foghorn noise. Burn, burn, burn. So we're just going to do it right now. So, yeah, go ahead. Tell us your good news. Okay, babe. Yeah, I got good news. Okay, boom. So... Um, I am a producer and uh, actress on a web series called Situationships, and we were just picked up by BET Digital, so you can catch us on BET.com, BET's YouTube channel, it's Situationships. Um, yeah, and it's really exciting, so yeah. That's oh, good. yeah! Hey! My favorite noise. I just need that button. Like, <laughs> The episodes drop every Wednesday on BET's YouTube channel on BET.com at 11 a.m. So you don't know how proud I was when y'all saw you post that picture and it was like producer Iris Stevens, uh, co starring <laughs> Iris Stevens. I was like, oh, that's my movie. Ah. <laughs> I was so happy because we were like holding on to that secret for a minute and like 
we were thinking that like, yo, is this shit really about to happen? happen? Or like, they playing oh, games happening. Because it was like weeks and weeks, but now nah, I was very excited. And I'm all up in episode two, so make sure you watch that because I'm all up in that shit. <laughs> But yes, I definitely did see your your, your parents. I was like, damn. But that's really good because I remember when you were just starting that. And it's good that um seeing the show like progress. So kudos to you. That's great news. Thank you. Also, guys, I became a brand ambassador for a new um store that was um started by one of my friends in co- um college, Miss Kristen. Lachey and she's um she started her own business that is more than just a hair company they also have lingerie they have eyelashes anything you need to be popping she sells it the hair lasts for like over three years up to three years so if y'all um check out my um my page at chris cash dc on Instagram, y'all can check out her site, and I, I really think um, it's a good thing. Like, I'm all for um, young black women starting their own businesses, and you know, you can never get enough good weave. So, <laughs> go check her out. But yeah, if you have anything else that's um, bothering you right now, I don't really have any. Well, I, I don't know. I don't really have nothing that's bothering me, but I think. As far as what's blessing me, I've, I've been moving in the right direction, trying to launch my brand and just trying to get exposure, learning social media hacks and all of that. So I'm just excited as well. And we really just have good news this week. There's no, no bad news. <laughs> the only thing bothering me right now is the way this weather been changing because I just think you're sick. Like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> It's been raining in D.C. like all week. It, it finally broke when I was walking home. But it's been stormy. It's been nasty. And it's something I give. The allergies were so bad. Hope I mean, mm-hmm. this year they haven't got me. But I also haven't been outside. Oh, they got me. I didn't even go to work today because I, I'm just now starting to feel better because my sister hit me up to some concoction. But we good now. So I'll be at work tomorrow. <laughs> That's good. So, yeah. All right, everyone. We're going to end this episode of Young, Black, and Beautiful. And I'm happy that you guys tuned in. Remember, you can follow me at ChrisCashDC, and that's on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, somewhere between Shanae and Hillary Blanks. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at O-I-R-I-S, that's O-H-I-R-I-S, and on Twitter at I-R-Y-S-S-X underscore O-L-O-G-Y. I'm really gonna hey! <laughs> it's gonna be like the baloney Oscar Myers B O L O G N A. All right, y'all. Talk. See y'all next time. Yes. Bye.